Hi, everyone. Welcome, Welcome to Gospel Gals. I'm Jess. And I'm McKenna. And, and we're here to teach you to faith it till you make it. Woo! Yes. We are back from our little hiatus. We've had little vacations <laughs> here and there, but we're back. I was in Lake Powell past week, and it was super fun, and kind of went to California. And so we've just been like, it's summer, right? We got to get our breaks in, but we are back and better than ever. And we're really excited about this episode. Yeah, this one's a good one. We are very passionate about this topic. So yeah. it's fun for us to talk about. We could probably rant forever about it. We probably will. So sorry about yeah. that. So whoop. well, we've been wanting to talk about this for probably since we started the podcast. This was one of our, like, we wrote this down and we were yeah. like, we want to talk about this, but we didn't know how exactly to go about it. But I think it's so important, especially right now. And we've seen a lot of this in our own lives. Yeah. So we're talking about selective obedience. And yeah, I mean, this is something that I think some people kind of have a problem with or get offended by. But bottom line, like we're going to talk about like what that means to us and the importance of it. So I think it's actually a pretty general thing that people do struggle with. Because I think totally. because we're human, because we're not perfect. It's hard sometimes to be exactly obedient and to mm -hmm. want to follow everything because that's just our human nature. But we're going to talk about why it's important and how we can, you know, keep all the commandments. And Yeah, and I think we – and we're going to be going off a lot of um, the talk. It's a talk by Robert D. Hills. It's, if you love me, keep my commandments. Yes. And we're just going to be going off a little bit of that and then our own experiences. But I don't know. I think we both have had moments where we selectively are obedient. I think everyone has. I think has. everybody has. But just to get started, we're going to kind of talk about like the Savior's example. And then we're going to go into what it means to be obedient and then maybe the consequences of not being obedient. So yeah. do you want to take away? Yeah. So I love on? that scripture starting out, the one that Jessica just read, um, the title of the talk, If You Love Me, Keep My Commandments. Because it's so simple. Like if we, obedience to me is all about love. And I think it really is the main way we show God that we love him and that we want to follow him and want to be like him. So I don't know. I think if we have that as our motivating factor for being obedient, then it's a lot easier yeah, rather I than like that. being obedient out of fear. Like, oh, people are going to judge me if I'm not obedient or I don't know. There's different reasons that we're obedient yeah. sometimes. And, um, Sometimes we have different in, intentions of why we're obedient, but I think if we keep that as our, you know, priority that we're obedient because we love God, yeah, then it's a lot easier and it makes it so much more worth it and just... Yeah. No, I love that. And I feel like this talk talks a lot about the Savior's example of being obedient, which I really loved because I think there's a lot of examples of, you know, in the scriptures, him saying, Father... Thy will be done. Yeah. It's not our, I mean, my dad and I were talking last night. My dad's a mission president. And he was saying that he knew missionaries when they come into the mission, he shows them slides. And the very first slide says, it's not about you. Mm -hmm. And then the second one says, it's all about him. Yeah. And the third one says, and it's all about them. Like mm -hmm. the people you're teaching. And I just love that. Cause I think a lot of the times we do think it's all about us, but like, and, and we are important. Like, I don't mean that to be mean, but I think, but it's human nature to be yes, selfish. Yes, 100%. 100%. And I really love the Savior's example. Um, this was something that I really, really liked. Um, it says, because our Savior was obedient, he atoned for our sins, making possible our resurrection and preparing the way for us to return to our Heavenly Father. Who knew we would make mistakes as we learned obedience and mortality? When we obey, we accept his sacrifice. For we believe that through the atonement of Jesus Christ, 
all mankind may be saved by obedience to the laws, ordinance, ordinances, and covenants, commandments, excuse me, given in the gospel. And I just love that because I think it's such a simple thing that you hear all the time. If you love me, keep my commandments, right? That is like seriously in every religion, not every, but a lot. That is a huge in thing. In all Christian religions, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a, it sounds so easy and it can be hard, but it's a promise that if you do do that, like, it's a simple promise, I guess, is what I love. I think that it can be hard to keep the commandments, but we can, our attitude that we have about keeping the commandments can be simple and easy. 100%. And I think our attitude sometimes matters more than how literally obedient we are. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't be literally obedient, but it is impossible to be literally exactly obedient in everything in life, then we'd be perfect. So yeah. that's not possible. But with that being said, that doesn't mean we should make excuses for ourselves yeah. or think it's okay if we're intentionally disobedient, even in small things. Well, and I've done that. I mean, I know in high school, I wanted a double piercing all through high school. Like all my friends had one, all the girls at school. I mean, it must've just been like a thing from like 2014 to, I don't know, but like there were, everyone had one and I wanted one so bad. My mom would never let me get one ever. And I was always like, oh. And probably the not letting me get it made me want it more, right? Being like a teenager. But that's a good example because it's something yes. so little that you're it's like, oh my so gosh, little. why does that matter? Like it's so yeah. small. Yeah. And it's funny because I remember my 18th birthday because I couldn't go and get it without a parent until I was 18. I did. I went and got a double piercing and I went home and I, my mom was going to find out. Like how would she not know? And she just looks at me and she's like, you're going to regret that. And like just walks away. She's like, I think you're stupid. Like basically <laughs> just like called me out. And it's funny because – it's, it is such a small thing and I did it. I mean, I feel like that's just blatant disobedience and blatant disrespect because it was such a small thing. That's not that hard. And in the grand scheme of things, probably not like a damning thing, excuse me, but like, you know what I mean? It's not like it's like this huge deal, but it's just like the attitude, like Kenna was saying that represents, I don't know. And then when I started dating my husband, I actually still had it like up until I had it for a couple of years. And I remember we were talking one day and he was like, you know, the one thing I don't like about you is that you don't know what you're saying. Yeah. And he was kidding, but he was like, I just feel like, why? Like, it's such a small, like we were saying, it's such a small thing. And, but it, it has a lot of weight to it and assumptions given, you For know? For me, it's like, if you can't even be obedient in those small little things that are so easy, it's so easy to not get a double piercing or not drink coffee or, you know, they're yeah. simple, simple things. So if you are going to willingly be disobedient in those small things, why would you be, be obedient in the big things too? Exactly. Well, and I love this too, because when we're baptized, this talk talks about how we take a, upon the name of Christ and we enter into the covenant with God that we will be obedient until the end of our lives. Like that's literally, that's when we're baptized. And I, I never really had thought about it that way, but it's true. It's like Kenna was saying, and I'll let her speak on it, but when we're baptized, what was it? I can't remember. I, I, I'm reading this book. It's called Following Christ. I can't remember the yeah. author. Um, Stephen something? Robertson? Uh, Classic. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's, but it's a really good book. It's just small and simple. But he talks about how when we're baptized, like Jess said, we make a covenant with God. And we are already in the kingdom of God, like right from baptism. It's done. And the only way that we could get out is if we choose to leave. Like yeah. God is never going to break his promise. God is never going to um, like let his end of the deal go. It, yeah. it would be our decision to leave. 
And I think that obviously is obedience. Like the, the covenant is obedience. Well, and I love too, because when we go to church and, and I guess we're not really going to church now, right? But even when we do sacrament in our homes, we're renewing those baptismal covenants. Yes. And I love this talk because it talks about those covenants are that we're willing to keep the commandments. Yes. That, that is what that covenant means. And so when we're taking that, we're literally making, we're renewing that covenant every Sunday. And that's a powerful thing that we made this promise that we were going to do these things and we break them all the time. Yeah. Well, right? I think it's important. I think it's really important because sometimes I get caught up in this. And actually, um, one sister in my ward gave a good talk about this yesterday that I really liked. But anyway, she talked about how we shouldn't feel guilty. And there's an apostle that gave a quote that's like, men are meant to have joy, not guilt trips. And mm. I love that because I think sometimes I'm hard on myself and totally. I kind of give myself guilt trips. So I think it's important. And we're going to have another episode about this too, actually, but to have a healthy sense of our sins and shortcomings. Like we should know where we struggle. We should know where our weaknesses are and we should try to improve those, but we also shouldn't let it get us down so much you know we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves but there has to be a healthy balance because we do want to like just said it's about being willing yeah we need to be willing to keep the commandments of god and obviously we're not gonna be perfect but we need to be trying our best well and in this past conference i think everyone loved this talk and takeaway but the lord loves effort yes right i mean i we're we're not perfect we are not going to be perfectly obedient like kenna said and that's okay there's no way (laughs) you know what i mean yeah but effort. And I think a lot that, that is, I'm like talking crazy, but I love effort because I feel like you try a little bit and I feel like you get more strength to be better next time. Like I felt that in my own life. Like when I was dating Cade and he made that comment and I thought it was kind of funny. I remember I actually went to the temple and I was doing baptisms with him and I had another, my double piercing in because they're not going to like, they didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. And I remember I just felt like you should take it out. Like, you don't need that. You should put it back. You should just take it out. And I did, and I never wore it again. And then I felt like the next time that I had some temptation to do something, I was kind of reminded of how I felt in the temple with that double piercing in. And then the next time, I don't know, does that make sense? Like, it just... Obedience, you, practiced obedience kind of gives you strength totally, to, to be more obedient. 100%. And going through I the like repentance that. process, yes. I feel like makes you more obedient too, because when you disobey right like repentance is literally turning away from disobedience that's mm-hmm. what repentance is and turning toward god and turning towards god and obedience yes and so i think going through the repentance process and i don't think you have to go through the repentance process to like know these things i think you do you think you do i think you do yeah i think the only way that we can come closer to christ is through repentance yeah and closer to god i yeah. really do and repentance should be a daily thing totally. where we you know, recognize things that we can work on and repentance is just change. Like just said, it's turning away from sin. It's changing. And anyways, sorry. No, 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 no. And I, I just mean like, you don't have to do really bad things to know that they're wrong. Yes. Cause I think Ken and I like totally, like, we just don't like that attitude of, Oh, I have to do this. No, it's wrong. No, you don't. Well, I you think know? a lot of people in high school or a lot of actually like my friends, parents kind of had the attitude like, oh, well, they're just kids. They need to try things. And I am someone that has never really been like a rebellious, disobedient person at all. And I think I do know that I'm happier when I'm following God and keeping the commandments. And I didn't have to break them to figure that out. Yeah. But yeah, I do. I agree. Like I've gone through the repentance process. I think everybody has. And I think you are so much happier when you are obedient And I think a lot of the times people in the church 
are like, oh my gosh, I'm giving up so much. But it's like you gain so much. Yeah. And it's, it is totally happiness. Like coming from me who like, I have had times in high school where I was like, not really involved in the, I mean, I was involved in the church, but I wasn't reading my scriptures. I wasn't doing those little things. And I was not happy. And you think you're happy and you're doing what the world is doing and it's popular and you're like, oh, why can't I do this? But genuinely, you guys, like coming from me, like going and now I'm like marrying the temple and I've like come a long way. It, you were so much happier. And I think that's the thing that people get confused about obedience. It's not this like thing it's to hold you back or like make you not be able to do anything. It's, it is because it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes lost to people, yeah. I think. Well, I think people sometimes see disobedience too as like not doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of holds you back from what you want to do. I just think like Jess said, it's so the opposite. Like it's so liberating to be obedient. And some people mm-hmm. think it's restrictive, but I think it's the exact opposite. I, I think God wants us to be happy and have joy and be free. Like it really is freedom. A hundred percent. And we really, we both love this quote um, that was in this talk. It says, at times members may participate in selective obedience, claiming to love God and honor God while picking and choosing which of his commandments and teachings and the teachings and counsels of his prophets they will fully follow. I think that is so important. Yeah. First of all, the picking and choosing commandments and picking and choosing teachings and counsel of his prophets. Well, because I think people think, I'm going to follow God and his commandments. But I love that this says it's picking and choosing God's commandments and the counsel of his prophets. What's the difference? Really? Yeah. I mean, the prophets and apostles speak for God. So what's the difference? What's the difference? There's not. And Ken and I have had, you know, our own experiences with different friends struggling with this. And it's hard, you guys. Like, we're not trying to sound insensitive. But I think bottom line, if you have a testimony of the Book of Mormon, then everything else is true. His prophets are true. His apostles are true. And the church is imperfect, right? But the gospel is. And we should be heeding to the wisdom and teachings of those people. We should Uh want to. And we should want to. Because that's part of our covenant as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a big thing because I think, you know, I was telling Kenna, because we usually talk a little bit before we get started of our own feelings and and. I feel like now in the world, it is so crazy and there's so much hate and we are definitely in the last days, you guys. Like, I know people have said that for a long time and we probably were in the last days for a long time, but I just feel like we have escalated big time with hate and judgment and whatever. I think now, especially, it is so important to heed the promptings of our prophets and apostles. And Kenna made a really good point before we started recording Having your own personal revelation is huge right of now. Of what they say. Yeah. 100%. Because we shouldn't just blindly follow. No. I mean. If you have a question, like if Apostle gives a talk and you're maybe unsure and confused, rather than doubting, being unsure and confused, go and seek your personal revelation of what of what was said. Yes. I think that's a huge thing. That is. I've had my own. There's been stuff that I've been confused about that I've went and talked to my dad about. But even then, like my dad's testimony is not enough. I have to have my own personal relation that that's true. And I think that's, that's huge. I love that she said that. Yeah. That's important too. And I think that's another motivating factor for obedience. Cause like we talked about, it should be out of a love for God that we're obedient. But if we truly understand, we're not going to understand all the things God asks us to do. We have to have faith in life. We're supposed to walk by faith. 
And that's just part of life. We're not going to understand why we need to do everything. Yeah. But I think if we can, like Jess said, receive revelation, receive a testimony that it is something God wants us to do, even if we don't understand why. Well, and I loved this too, because he also says some obey selectively because they cannot perceive all the reasons for a commandment. Just as children do not always understand the reasons for their parents' counsels and rules, but we always know the reason we follow the prophets. For this is the church of Jesus Christ, and it is and it is the Savior who directs his prophets in all dispensations. I love and that. I love that because I think I remember being a kid, and it's kind of like you touch the pot, right? Like the burning pot, the and they tell you not to do it, and they tell you not to do it, and then you do it, and it hurts, and you know why you're not doing it, right? And I think that's it. I love that comparison because, like, when you have little children and you're a parent, you are more wise than your little children, right? Of course. It's the exact same thing with our father time. He is way more wise than us. He knows the reasons. He knows why. And it's kind of that thing of because I said so, right? I remember my mom saying that to me because I said so. I don't have to give you a reason. You can't do that. It's because I said so and you should respect me and love me and do it. And I think if we do expect a reason from God or we do expect to know or we even think like, oh, well, that doesn't make sense to me. That is pride. It really is pride. Who are we to say that we know more than God or that he has to give us a reason before we follow him? It is kind of funny to think that because he doesn't owe us that at all. And I do think like as you become more, you study obedience and you study these things, I think you do have your own personal revelation of why that's important. I know I've had my own. I think even with my story of like getting my double piercing, going to the temple and doing baptisms, I had my own personal relation why I shouldn't do it. And it wasn't even a why, I guess. I shouldn't say that. It was more of like, I just, I was overcome with like, you don't need to do that anymore. And I didn't feel that desire. And I think I had been searching for that. And so I think a big part of this is if you are maybe unsure or you're struggling with something, like it start one step at a time. And I think you will have your own personal feelings for it. Eventually. I think just, I mean, and you kind of said this already, but more than studying it, you have to live it. Totally. If you want to know why God commands us to do something or why we have a rule or why we should be obedient, try it, be obedient. And I guarantee you'll figure out why. Like, oh my goodness, this makes so much sense to me now because yeah. I am so much happier. This is a much better way to live. And you figure it out as you do it. Well, I think people always say that. I remember being in high school and being like, this is happiness. You know, the, the, this is happiness. And it's, it is so much easier said than done. Yeah. And, and I didn't really believe it until I was living it. And then I saw that it was true happiness. And so we can tell you all day, guys, do these things. You'll be happy. But unless you're actually trying it and doing it, you're not going to have your own personal revelation of it. And I think that's huge. Um, another thing that I really love from this talk is it talks about spiritual maturity kind of brings you obedience. Um, and it's the savior's obedience. And I loved this because what Ken and I were talking about, it says it is motivated by true love for, for heavenly father and his son. When we willingly obey as our savior did, we cherish the words of our heavenly father. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And we look forward to he- to hearing up, uh, upon entering our heavenly father's presence. Well done, thou good and faithful servant enter into the, into the joy of thy Lord. And I just like love that because I think, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why I loved that so much, but I love that it's, it's from love, right? We keep on saying that 
it's not this restrictive to make you sad or whatever it may be. All of these commandments are because it makes you happy and it's from love. And I just like love that. And we should obey because we love. Yeah. I think it just can be a slippery slope when we start picking and choosing which commandments we want to follow because where do you draw the line? Mm-hmm. You know, if you say, well, this is such a little thing. It doesn't matter that much. That's fine if you think that, whatever. But where do you draw the line then? Yeah. Like, and where, there's going to be consequences. Yeah. Like, where are you going to stop being disobedient? If, mm-hmm. if you're choosing to be disobedient in some things, but choosing to be obedient in other things, like, where's the line? And I do think it's a slippery slope. I mean, when my, so my dad growing up, he was in the state presidency. And so he would be in disciplinary councils. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that's basically means somebody did something like a very, serious a very sin. serious sin. And now they are in a council to see if they are going to be excommunicated mm-hmm. from the church. Okay. And I remember my dad saying every time, and he'd been in a lot of them, he would ask, it was usually a guy crying and a wife, you know, not always, but usually that's what was going on. And he would ask them, he would go, how did you get here? Mm-hmm. And he, he would ask him that. And he'd be like, how did you get to this place? He goes, did you just wake up one day and cheat on your wife? No, no, I didn't just wake up one day. I stopped reading my scriptures. I started drinking coffee. I started drinking alcohol. I started watching radar movies. I got into pornography. Like it's this progression and, and it starts small. And it starts small. I'm not saying it like. It starts with small yeah. things that don't matter. That don't that matter. quote, 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 quote don't, don't matter. matter. But they do. And they do. And I loved that because my dad always told me that. And that hit me so hard. Like as a young girl being like, wow, like this guy didn't just wake up one day and ruin his life and his family. He didn't. This started slow and it's, it's a slow burn. And then one day it blows up in your face. Mm-hmm. And that is how Satan gets people is it doesn't matter. Drinking coffee today doesn't matter. Going to this radar movie doesn't matter. It's a small thing, right? Like that that whole mentality is of Satan. And it's a mentality to get you to an, a more extreme sin, And that's the honestly. thing. It, it does have to do with our attitude. Back to that. Like if you mm-hmm. have the attitude, you know what? Even if I think it doesn't matter, even if it's a small, simple thing, like a double piercing or drinking coffee or whatever it is, I'm not going to do it anyways because I love God and he asked me not to. Yeah. That should be your attitude no matter what, with every commandment, and then you'll be obedient. Well, and I love it too, because I feel like I've always been told by my parents and stuff, be careful who you follow. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big thing with Satan. And I love this. It says, did Lucifer and his followers understand the consequences of choosing to reject Heavenly Father's plan? If so, why did they make such a terrible choice? And I think that's huge. It's like, if we really know the consequences of like sinning and these things, why are we doing it anyway? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's because, like, and if we love yeah. God, why are we doing it anyway? Exactly. If we really do love him and want to show him, then why are we choosing to be disobedient? That's all he asks of us. It's literally it. It's such a simple thing. It's simple. But it has so much importance to it. And it, you, like we said, you can't pick and choose. It really is all or nothing. But that doesn't mean you have to be perfect. But you have to 100% be trying your best. Yeah, I love that. I think... That goes back to effort. Just try your best. I mean, we are not perfect. And I know that we're we're saying these things, and but genuinely, you guys, like we both had experiences where we are definitely selectively being obedient. Yes. Everybody has. But I think it's recognizing that and going, okay, like I did and this and repenting. And that's the whole point of life, really. And it's gonna be a constant mess up repentance, right? I mean, that's <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's okay to make mistakes, but I love what Kenneth says, like give your a hundred percent and give effort 
And I think with that, you'll eventually, it'll become easier, hopefully, right? Yeah, so, it's so true. Have an attitude of exact obedience. Well, and and just to like kind of end, we really loved this. What scripture is it that I am bound? It's in Doctrine and It's covenants. in God, but it says, I am bound if you do what I say. But if you do not what I say, I have no promise. And I feel like that is 100% obedience. I mean, I think about... Heavenly Father is not going to break his covenant with us. He's not, ever. Ever. Not an Like what Kenneth said, he's not going to break it. It's no, us. It's us. And that has a lot of hold to it, that it's us to break it. But we are also one with Christ from baptism, so we can trust in his power too yeah. and not just have to rely completely on our ourselves because, yeah. I mean, humanly, we couldn't do that. Yeah. But Well, and you can always come back. I think that's a huge thing. Like, I remember being in high school, like I said, I feel like I talk about this all the time, but like making mistakes and genuinely feeling like I was like too far gone, even though I, it wasn't even like I was doing anything that bad, but just definitely that was Satan telling me that like I had done this. So now I was done. And I think like heavenly father and Jesus Christ, like they always are going to welcome you with open arms and welcome you to come back. So knowing that, like, it's a positive thing, you guys, it is like repentance is amazing. It's like, it's life changing. It is. It's, such a good feeling. Like it's yeah, happiness. Yeah. But amen. Amen. <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks so much for I listening. Know. Go be obedient today. Go be obedient. Love we God. love you guys. Serve him. <laughs>